Hey there, fabulous teacher. Have you been wondering how to make writing time in your classroom more effective for your students? Do you want your students to love writing time? If so, I think it's time for you and I to start transforming your writing instruction. I'm Melissa Morrison, and I have a passion for helping teachers to feel confident in teaching writing and help them grow successful writers. I've worked with numerous teachers to guide them through this transformation, and in this podcast, I bring you the practical strategies you need to make writing the best time of your day. Let's get going. Hey there, teacher. Happy New Year. I hope all is well with you. Um, My day started off a little late and sunny, and now it's cloudy again, but that's okay. It's going to be okay. Um, So every year, I, for the past few years, I have started doing the word of the year. And Um, It's really, really interesting to me what God sends me as a word of the year. Um, And it's been so helpful to be able to anchor to it. Um, And it's a word that I use in my personal life and work life and just everything. And it's really nice to just kind of think about it um, almost as like a goal. And whenever there's I feel like something isn't quite going right or what have you all think about my word of the year and what I want to do in order to get through that situation or make a decision. And so I did just, um, was just given my word of the year recently and it was, or is relationships. And it's so fitting because the last episode with, um, Mr. Jacob Chastain, where, well, in that episode, we talked a little bit about, or a lot about really, relationships with students um, in order to help them as writers. And so I thought that um, we would just talk a little bit today about that since it is my word of the year and maybe it'll help you um, start thinking about your word of the year, um, but at least to help you think about relationships with students um, and how you can kind of build upon that as you go back to school. So. I have always loved kids. I've always loved little kids. When I was young, I always gravitated towards the little ones in my life. I loved um, babysitting. I loved being around the little ones in the family. I was just always drawn to them and I always had great rapport with them. Um, I did not always though think I would be a teacher. My mom was a teacher and for some reason I just didn't think I would I would do that. I did for a little bit when I was really young, though, probably like nine or 10, think about having a daycare center. I feel like a lot of um, people who like kids think about that. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but I didn't think I'd be a teacher. However, I always did love being around children. And I will say, though, when I was teaching, um, when I first started teaching, even though, yes, I built relationships with my kids because I cared about them. I really didn't think I needed to get to know them in order to teach them. I mean, I can vividly remember, I mean, I'm being very vulnerable with you right now. I can, I can remember thinking, you know, when I would hear about like, you got to know what your kids like and what are their interests and what are they into? And I would just think, why do I need to know that? I'm just teaching them something. (laughs) I, I really did. And now it's just like, who were you? Um, but I have just learned along the way Um, in all my years that there are so many reasons why you need to know your students. Um, 
And it does, it comes down to, you know, knowing them because that helps in teaching them. And I'll go into that in a minute, but also having that just true real relationship where your students know that you care about them and that you care about them and their life, not just their work or their grades or how well they're behaving in the classroom, that you really care about them is what is going to that relationship that you build, that trust and um, respect and honesty um, is what's going to want them to listen to you and want them and and know that you you care about them. So you care about what they do, right? Not just what they produce. Um, you care about who they are and what they're going into. And so even for the youngest student, it's crucial really in being able to, uh, you know, for them to grow and succeed as much as you really want them to. I know as adults, we're not always learning something from someone very often. So I'm trying to think of some instances that we might, that we might, you know, um, be, find ourselves in. And I'm thinking like, what if you wanted to learn golf and you actually had a, you know, a trainer for a few sessions or you were, um, maybe learning, taking a course. Um, a lot of times they're online now, so they're, you're not necessarily building a relationship with someone. Most likely you have someone to check in with, I guess. Um, but Imagine something that you've done recently where someone has helped you with it or you had to learn from them in some way. Imagine if that person didn't speak to you in a conversational way or didn't, you know, just kind of um, shoot the breeze with you a little bit or they didn't, all they did was talk business, right? It was just what you're learning. It was the techniques. It was do this, not that. And how uncomfortable that would feel it's really important for us because we're people and we're social beings that we have some sort of a relationship. So even if it's very basic because you know that it's short lived, um, you still want that, you know, um, and think about when you were younger, whether with a coach or a teacher, imagine who your not only your favorites were, but who you really thrived with. Think about that for a minute. So whether it was a coach for a sport or a, um, a music teacher or, you know, someone you went to for music lessons um, or a teacher, is there someone who stands out or, a you know, an environment that stands out because of this person where you really thrived? What was the relationship like? Did you feel as though they cared? Did you feel as though they knew about you? And what kind of a difference does that make? And it's the same difference that it makes with our students. And so I'm sure that you have relationships with your students, but just think for a minute about how much you really do know, um, because let's be honest, it is a busy, rushed, not enough time to get it done job where we really are just thinking like we we don't have time for that, right? We don't have time for that. Whatever it is, it could even be the the teaching that's really important. We don't have time for that. But you know, my husband uses a phrase with my son 
and my daughter, but um, smooth or slow is smooth and smooth is fast. I don't know if you've ever heard that because I never heard it until he said it. And it was really important for my son in a couple of instances, and I think it was mostly with baseball, where you have to get smooth with it, right? You have to take it slow in order to be really smooth in what you're doing so that eventually it speeds up and it goes well, right? And it's so important for us, you know, when we talk about relationships in the beginning of the year, but it can't just all happen in the beginning of the year. We have to continue because there's a lot of kids and there's a lot of things to do. But if you don't have that relationship, it really does limit, I believe, what you can do for and with your students. And so, of course, I talk about writing, but this is in every area, um, every area of teaching. But let's do talk about why it's important in writing. So I've um, spoken before about how vulnerable it is to write, to put things down on paper. And um, Mr. Chastain spoke about that in, um, I think, part one of the two-part um, episode that we did together. But even for for every every writer, right, for us, for kindergartners, okay, it is a big deal to put things down on paper. No matter what it looks like, it's what's in your head, it's your ideas and thoughts and putting them down. And so even for, you know, kindergartners, it's they're trying to show a picture and they are very aware of their picture. And some are, you know, more proud of it than others, regardless of what it looks like. But many are very worried about what their picture looks like. So it is very vulnerable. And and without a relationship, they're not going to feel as safe in order to put those things down on paper or to even talk about them, right? Why would I want to share something so private or just personal or, you know, something I'm worried about why would I share that with someone that barely speaks to me except in a teacher way, right? You know, um, because they're talking to the class or because they're um, disciplining us or what have you. Why would I want to do that, right? So in order to build the safety and for them to feel feel comfortable writing, they're going to need to have that relationship. And then not just with us, but with our fellow classmates. Now, they don't need to know everyone as well as we hope to know our students, but they do need to feel the respect, right? So we've talked about building that community before as well. And so that's one reason why it's really important. Earlier, I talked about getting to know likes and and dislikes and what our students do. And why is this important? Because if we are going to help them to understand writing and what writers do and how writers get ideas and all of that, we want to be able to use them. We want to help them in order to come up with these things. And so they don't, they're not used to this most of the time when we're doing this type of writing instruction, it's typically new to them. I hope it's not going to be. Um, But It usually is them coming up with their own ideas or even understanding where they come from because they're used to teachers telling them what they're going to write. 
They're used to teachers telling them their topic. They're used to teachers not really even talking about how we come up with ideas or why or why we're writing. That is so important. It's a whole nother, whole nother topic, right? Um, so if we're going to help them, we need to know them a little bit. And and sometimes we really have to dig in as, um, you know, I keep saying this, but I don't want to take credit for things he's saying in the last episode. Um, Mr. Chastain talked about a, a student that was struggling and, and you know, that really took them a while to come up with something. And he eventually helped them by just talking to them and finding out something that they were invested in or something they really liked. And so it takes time. It will take time for some, but it's important. And that's how we can be able to help them. So I've um, spoken before about how vulnerable it is to write, to put things down on paper. And um, Mr. Chastain spoke about that in, um, I think, part one of the two-part um, episode that we did together. But even for for every every writer, right, for us, for kindergartners, okay, it is a big deal to put things down on paper, no matter what it looks like. It's what's in your head. It's your ideas and thoughts and putting them down. And so even for, you know, kindergartners, it's they're trying to show a picture and they are very aware of their picture. And some are, you know, more proud of it than others, regardless of what it looks like. But many are very worried about what their picture looks like. So it is very vulnerable and, and without a relationship, they're not going to feel as safe in order to put those things down on paper or to even talk about them, right? Why would I want to share something so private or just personal or, you know, something I'm worried about? Why would I share that with someone that barely speaks to me except in a teacher way, right? You know, um, because they're talking to the class or because they're um, disciplining us or what have you. Why would I want to do that? right? So in order to build the safety and for them to feel feel comfortable writing, they're going to need to have that relationship. And then not just with us, but with our fellow classmates. Now, they don't need to know everyone as well as we hope to know our students, but they do need to feel the respect, right? So we've talked about building that community before as well. And so that's one reason why it's really important. Earlier, I talked about getting to know likes and and dislikes and what our students do and why is this important because if we are going to help them to understand writing and what writers do and how writers get ideas and all of that we want to be able to use them we want to help them in order to come up with these things and so they don't they're not used to this most of the time. When we're doing this type of writing instruction, it's typically new to them. I hope it's not going to be, um, but it usually is. Them coming up with their own ideas or even understanding where they come from because they're used to teachers telling them what they're going to write. They're used to teachers telling them their topic. They're used to teachers not really even talking about how we come up with ideas or why or why we're writing. That is so important. It's a whole nother, whole nother topic, right? Um, so if we're going to help them, we need to know them a little bit. And and sometimes we really have to dig in as, um, 
you know, I keep saying this, but I don't want to take credit for things he's saying in the last episode. Um, Mr. Chastain talked about a, a student that was struggling and, and, you know, that really took them a while to come up with something. And he eventually helped them by just talking to them and finding out something that they were invested in or something they really liked. And so it takes time. It will take time for some, but it's important. And that's how we can be able to help them. But the relationship isn't one-sided. It's not just about knowing about them. We also want them to know a bit about us um, as much as we're comfortable with sharing, but also just knowing us as writers, you know, and so that's where us having writing to share is so important. And there's a couple ways to do this. I mean, one is just writing like they are writing. And so for the younger grades, it's you, it's not feeling like you're writing, you know, because you're writing it like them. Um, so I'm saying like kindergarten to third grade, you know, obviously you're writing in fourth grade, your writing is quite different from theirs. And when you get up into um, later in middle school and high school, it could be quite similar. Um, and so you just sharing something that you have written on your own level, that's different than when you're with the younger grades. Yes, you could still share something with them that you've written, but it might be a little bit more of you writing um, a little bit uh, below your, your level of writing. But sorry to uh, go off on that. But um, when you write and show them that you're doing it too, you're one of them now, you're, you're part of the community, and you are being vulnerable with them. You're not just giving it to them. You're not just assigning it to them. And that shows them how it can be something that's good for everybody, right? Something that works for everyone. Some them, someone it, it can find a way um, you can find what's important for you or the topic that's good for you. And then showing how you work through it and what you learn as you write and what you do as you write. It's just so helpful. Um, and this is getting off of a tangent a little bit, but it makes so many things um, apparent to you so that you can help the students in their own writing as well. But so we want the relationship to go both ways. We want them to know about you. And when they can help you, when you, you know, get stuck on something and they can help you, oh, imagine how powerful that would be. So as you go back to school, I want you to think about my word of the year relationships and think about what they are like for you and your writers and what you might be able to do to improve them. Do you need to get to know your students a little bit better? Um, do you need to share your writing or yourself a little bit more? Um, to just really build that community and the relationship so that you can support your writers in the best way possible. And then I will also just invite you to consider thinking of your word of the year. Is there an area that you would like to improve, something you would like to learn, something you would like to continue? Um, for me, when I thought about those things, relationships came up in every area of, of my life. So personally, um, in church, in my work as a consultant with other teachers and leaders, but then also um, business-wise. So it just, it, it just worked and it was really quick <laughs> to come up. So I hope to do a good job building relationships in all areas. And I hope this episode helps you um, to build relationships with your writers. Happy writing. Mm -hmm. 
Hey again, I am so happy to have had you listen in again today. I would like to ask a little favor. If you're enjoying the podcast, could you take a moment to go wherever it is that you listen and write a review and tell others what you find um, so great about these episodes? I would love to be able to share it with more teachers to help them in their writing instruction, just as hopefully I've been helping you. Thank you so much. Thank you.